What's up, educators? Welcome back to the Dash Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Gamage. We've got another brand new episode for you today, focused on how SEL is bridging equity gaps in the urban assembly. Before we get into this episode, I want to give you one more reminder to check us out online at seleducators.com. We've now converted our most popular training, relationships and communication, an adult SEL skill building course into an online course for individual educators. We've served over 20 schools and assessed over 400 educators in collaboration to build SEL plans and practice adult SEL. You go to seleducators.com and click the course button. You can download the free webinar right now to see if relationships and communication is just right for you. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode. With that said, let's get into this episode's article, a wonderful article on a wonderful organization, the Urban Assembly. I've had a chance to interview David Adams, who is the CEO of the Urban Assembly, a network of over 20 schools in the New York area, and they are amazing. When I tell you this is a school that leads with SEL in mind, you know, most schools are focused on the academic curriculum and the content that is going to be taught around the school, but the Urban Assembly is different. They base their curriculum around SEL and some of their initiatives for students and adults and even teaching teachers how SEL works is absolutely phenomenal. So in this episode, we're just going to dive into some of the nuggets that were in this article. I really enjoyed reading it. It came with a lot of depth. And I just want to put my two cents on some of the uh, notes in the article. Of course, we'll leave a link to the actual article in the description so that you can read the full article yourself. And we want to kick off with how Urban Assembly does SEL different. One of the first things that stood out for me in the article was how the Urban Assembly is using SEL to have constructive responses to frustrating situations and circumstance. And at its core, I think that's what SEL does. Your relationships, your communication are driven by your awareness socially and of yourself and the management of yourself and your social capacity, as well as your ability to build those relationship skills and make decisions. So through the education curriculum, the Urban Assembly is helping kids understand how to cope with these problems. There's some studies from Castle prior to the pandemic, I think 2018 research, that showed that 70 or 75% of students after they graduated said that they wished they had more SEL and that their school or their high school did not prepare them for the social and emotional rigors that come along with life. So the kids know that this is true. The kids know that this is something that is needed and they recognize it as soon as they get into or leave our K-12 school system, as a matter of fact, because once the world hits you, ooh, it hits you. Another great note that came from the article is that SEL was beneficial before the pandemic. Right now, now that we're, I guess, post-pandemic, we're still following a lot of COVID protocols, but prior to the pandemic, SEL was just as important as it is right now. Today, now that we have an additional emphasis on mental health, now that we have uh, higher levels of stress for our educators and our students, it makes a lot more sense 
as to why SEL has gained some of that popularity and demand. But prior to the pandemic, if you were practicing SEL, if you had these skills set, established, and understood how to practice, you probably fared well better mentally throughout the duration of the pandemic because of some of those skills that you were able to cope with. You know, skills are things that translate. Skills you can translate in any situation. So if I'm in a classroom and I learn this SEL skill about how to cope, I can translate that into a relationship with my little brother, with my mother, with my best friend, with my girlfriend, whoever I need to talk with, that skill can translate into a different scenario. In the midst of the pandemic, because those expectations were already established and were already set, it made it easier to be vulnerable, to open up and to express how you were feeling during that time of the pandemic when we were all virtual and you're asking kids to check in. Some kids don't want to turn their camera on. They're not okay with how to cope. They're not sure with how to cope with being home alone all day. But again, having some of this awareness and the foundation rooted in your social emotional practices makes a huge difference in how we're able to move forward and bridge those equity gaps for social and emotional or rather economic mobility. Become your best self with bestself.co. They have 90-day journals, six-month action plans, daily journals, gratitude cards, relationship cards, all kinds of things to help you become a better version of yourself. Visit bestself.co and use the code GAMAGE for 15% off your next order. Teaching SEL gives students motivation. One of my favorite podcast episodes, I think since we've hit 200, was about how students want teachers who are both supportive and demanding. I say it all the time now because it makes so much sense. You know, practicing these SEL skills is not only for uh, urban kids. It's not only for black kids. It's not only for white kids. SEL is for everybody. We're literally social, emotional beings. But sometimes kids lack motivation. You know, motivation does not last. But how can we put supports in place that help you not go down those negative spirals of emotion. How does how does SEL impact motivation? So if we have a 20-minute SEL lesson every day and my teachers are integrating these SEL practices throughout our school community, now my mind doesn't have time to let the weeds grow. Your mind is like a garden where the positive thoughts are the seeds that you have to sow, till, plant, water, all that good stuff. You really have to nurture flowers in your garden. But the weeds, on the other hand, they grow all by themselves. You don't have to try. You don't have to ask. You don't have to attempt. Those negative thoughts are going to grow. When you're in a community, when you're in a school community that's always planting seeds, checking in, providing compliments, creating win-win situations, easing tension in relationships, making decisions that are beneficial for students in the entire classroom. When you have all these seeds being sown, the weeds don't have time to grow. So whereas before this student or this child may have had a trigger or a trigger that happened at home, when we come to school, it gets escalated. But because of the supporting factors and initiatives based in SEL, that student now does not have a place to let that negative emotion, thought, or feeling spiral downward. It's going to be pulled up and planted into a seed in the opposite direction. And that's how we pour in the kids. 
when you think about economic mobility, it says if you're born at this level, you're probably going to die at this level, especially if you're black. Your ability to rise economically is almost non-existent for people of color and people that start in poverty. So if we can help you build some of those foundational skills for emotional intelligence, especially as we enter the new workforce where EQ is more important than IQ, now we can start to see a change in the amount of income students are earning and the amount of service opportunities that are provided, the amount of opportunities that they have to change the direction of not just their life, but the generations that will come after them. And finally, to wrap it up, SEL is about teaching students skills and perspectives. The skills translate in the perspectives you can also call principles and principles don't change. They're like truth. You can tell a, a principle or a parable over time and it continues to have the same message or continues to uncover messages because it means the same thing. Those foundational principles that come along with social emotional learning, self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, social management, responsible decision making, relationship skills, those are foundational practices and perspectives that will help you build the skills you need to be a productive citizen in your personal and professional life. That's the part I want to emphasize there as we end. We're people first. And so while SEL Educators is a business and we're focused on supporting businesses and educators, we're people first. We're people first. And so that, that has to come with the heart of everything that we're doing. Recognizing that it's not just about you, the educator. I want to focus on you, the person, first. You, you as an educator is no good if you, the person, is not in the place that you need to be. So if you're in a place where you are ready to improve your relationships, even the best one, eliminate tension in your relationships, create more win-win situations in perhaps conflicting areas, you have to check us out at seoeducators.com. Our two-hour self-paced debrief for relationships and communication will help you solve all those problems that we just listed in an evidence-based way that provides you with a report and a live coaching session on a monthly basis. You can visit us at seoeducators.com, click the courses button for the free webinar, or you can sign up today. We'll see you next time. This is The Dash. I want to say too that I'm appreciative of this article as we wrap up. I'm appreciative of the Urban Assembly and David Adams for always sharing his time here with us on the Dash Podcast. I'm excited to continue digging into SEL and how it's going to look for the 22-23 school year.